0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is <laughs> this is uh the Fan Freaks podcast. This is Agent the Messful Dude of Doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most. Uh and joining me today is Darth Cardo. <laughs> Howdy. And
1: Captain Puerto
0: Rico. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and me. Does me have a name? Me? He does have a name. <laughs> Uh you're you're just gonna be a barrel of laughs this episode, <laughs> aren't you? It's been a long, long time since I've had well, this is the first time I've had uh, Cardo and Paul and Jim in the in an episode. Yeah. That first
2: time for Paul everything. Anthony Yossas, Esquire.
0: <laughs> but this episode, uh, it's gonna be a little different because we're focused on only two things. We're focused on Watchmen and we're focused on the Irishman. Mm-hmm. Which uh I think we should start off with Watchmen, right? Because who watches The Irishman? Except, <laughs> ah, that's the title of this episode. Anyway, uh, everyone here has seen Watchmen, right? Everybody. And we're gonna go into fucking spoilers.
1: Oh yeah, we right. have to.
3: Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> I mean, so, what are we gonna talk about?
1: Otherwise, it'd be a very. I mean, quiet. we can
3: start it off real quick, just saying what everyone what everyone thought, and then go ahead.
0: I think rorschach being the face of the alt-right is probably the best thing in the in the show absolutely yeah like that is probably the best writing to compare to contemporary times
1: Mm -hmm. it's that avenue that nobody else was daring to do
0: yeah because everyone has this like weird fascination with rorschach because Mm -hmm. of the fucking movie right which don't get me wrong i like the movie i don't know about you guys but i like the movie
2: yeah, no, the movie is, is, is well done. The movie yes. is okay as far as a Cliff Notes version of it, but like anything else, the comic book was just is so dense and rich in material. Mm-hmm.
1: I, um, yeah, I think that it was all right, hey, but not if you compare it to the book. You know, if you're if you had apprehension that you know about it being any, like the comic book, then you were going to be disappointed.
0: I think the ending of the movie is better than the comic. Because it makes more sense to blame Doctor Manhattan than a giant fucking squid. But here comes the show <laughs> to prove me fucking wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and I think prove anybody wrong who who thinks the ending of the movie is better than the book.
2: Let me let me throw one last little point that just came to me in discussing Rorschach the brilliance of it. Get closer. Okay, thank you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> closer there you and like are. direct to the mic, please. <clears throat>
2: a good thing this isn't a visual medium
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the point that i wanted to make is that it's uh, symbolic of missing the point of comic characters mm-hmm. for example jerry conway co-creator of the punisher hates the fact that there are police officers who emulate the symbol and have it tattooed on their arms and such thinking that the punisher the punisher hates it yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. It's missing the point. And the fact that the alt-right is assuming this persona, thinking that he's such a great, great hero when he's really
3: anything but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but that's actually hitting the point, though. Mm-hmm. With the Punisher thing, it's the creator says, you know, he's a bad person. and Alan Moore would tell you that Rorschach is a piece of garbage. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but they're exactly doing what Rorschach... Would want just on a bigger, larger scale. I mean,
0: like a micro level, like a macro level. I'm not saying
3: that
2: Rorschach wouldn't. Right. I'm right. just saying, meta metatextually speaking. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay, not that's within what the comic. That's okay. What. Right. I think that's what gives it that, that sense of reality because we know that, you know, these kind of psychoses are out there and, you know, and are actually <laughs> probably a big influence on in our society.
3: Right. So oh, by the way, this is probably going to get super political because <laughs> you can't—it's Watchmen.
0: Yeah, right. you can't not get. But not only that, we're going to talk about Irishmen and, comic, and comics.
3: And comics—I mean, comics yeah. are political. I don't care what you say. I—I I, I want to okay? say
0: something really quick uh, publicly. Cardo prove me wrong on the first <gasps> episode. Yeah, it's not—it's it's very rare when someone proves me wrong. But
1: no, it's very rare that you'd admit it. <laughs>
0: You, <laughs> and uh, so on the first episode, I assume everybody here remembers it vividly
3: because it was really... I just remember what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Right.
0: And all of a sudden, the end of the episode of the first episode ends with the chief of police getting hung up by a man in okay. a wheelchair. Right. And then Cardo immediately, we have a group chat, and he goes, he's fucking racist. And I'm like, <laughs> The guy in the wheelchair or the guy hung up? No, no, no. The guy hung up as a racist. And I'm like, how did, How can you tell? He's with the family and all that. He's like, I can smell it. Well, I'm like, well, how the well, fuck?
3: Well, there were some, some subtle things in it. A, when he was driving, what he was listening to in his car was conservative radio. Yes. Okay, so he doesn't have to listen to that. No one's putting a gun right, in his but head. I
0: didn't notice these things. He noticed it. Right, but
3: I work in radio. So the first thing I'm going <laughs> to hear, if there's a radio, I'm going to hear what it's saying. Right. And I know what they sound like, too, because I've, you know, there's a neighbor of mine that, um, and the radio station neighbor is a conservative radio station, so I know exactly what it sounds like. And then also, when he was talking about the Oklahoma play,
4: yeah, mm-hmm.
3: he mentioned something about race and how it was... You know, they did a good job for black people or something like that, something along those lines. And I was like, bro, immediately you could tell that guy was if it was kind con- of condescendingly
0: complimentary,
3: Right. Yeah, exactly. And it was very.
0: Oh, bless his heart. Type of shit.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very undercover, but you could see it. It was right there in the surface. And then we find out at the end why he was so close to Angela and Cal.
0: Exactly. But on the second episode. We see a fucking KKK outfit in his in his closet. <laughs> I immediately message Ricky, I'm like, Alright, you're right. There's no fucking way to like backpedal that. I,
1: so I wasn't convinced away. at that point because again, I understood that the uh, the hood <clears throat> he belonged to you know, his dad. All right. So even though you don't approve of what your father does, doesn't mean you stop loving him. You know, so him keeping it as a keepsake really didn't mean racist to me. Well, but it was also,
2: but see, that's another thing. It helps throw you off the scent as to what's right. going on. That's and, good writing. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that the show excelled at in mirroring the comic. In the comic, there is nothing that
0: is throwaway. Yeah. everything. Everything is paramount to the eventual mm-hmm. ending.
2: And right. everything in this show practically ties into everything, no matter how minuscule or subtle mm-hmm. it's there.
3: But it feels earned. Bingo, and not forced, right? I mean, I mean, obviously we're getting into spoilers and stuff. When I found out that Ozzy was there the entire time, <laughs> and when Laurie said, "You know, why is he old?" and then you know, Lady True made up something that about the elders, and he's like, "Well, he doesn't look anything like him." Phenomenal, and then oh my god, what a tie-in, man! It was, it felt earned,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: To to be fair, I was doing a watch party for Watchmen. Like every Sunday, I had people come over, and I didn't say it. I wish I did. But somebody, when Ozzy was getting encased in that in that uh, that golden thing, somebody was like, "Oh, somebody Han Soloed him. carbonite freezed him." <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask generally. Uh, first, Ricardo, then the Jim, then the ball. Uh, I'm sorry, Captain Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh cardo who was your favorite new character in this lore
3: Ooh. Wow. Mm. that's a good question i didn't know you were going to come with me with that or i would have thought of something
0: you want to go back to you
3: mm. yeah 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 come back to me come back to me
0: honestly i, I thought you were going to go sister knight immediately
3: i mean but, uh, i mean okay okay so new characters, not really new but new concept of them hood of justice i mean i know he's not new
0: actually i would consider him a new character because yeah the we always assumed it was a white german right and it turns out it's a black man disguised as a white german even america believes
3: that yeah and that's phenomenal that was honestly the coolest thing because when people were saying that at the beginning i was like no he can't be hooded justice that wouldn't make sense he's the first superhero i go the first superhero can't be a black guy i go how would society take that and the show did a brilliant way on that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even though they telegraphed it with
2: the whole opening sequence with Tulsa and parallels to yep. the Superman escaping yep.
0: destruction myth. Yep. Oh, there's a lot of Superman love in this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you-
3: yeah, yeah. but he was probably my favorite character.
0: H.J., H.J. all the way. <laughs> um, um, Captain Puerto Rico, who's your favorite new character in the Watchmen lore of the show?
1: I would say it's uh, a... His human, uh, oh Calvin, persona, yeah, hey uh, Calvin,
0: Doctor uh, Manhattan's human persona. That's yes, interesting. Uh, he didn't get uh, as much love as I wanted to, but it was true, super
1: true. But uh, I think it was enough where you know you, you endeared him to uh, to him, and then when the reveal was made, it had that much more of an impact. Right. You know? So I think that's one I enjoyed the most.
3: With him, I just wanted to say with Cal in particular, um, the guy did a great job of acting oh, yeah. like. John sort of kind of dull yeah you know I mean with a little bit of personality he doesn't really ever get out of whack no you know ever um even when she's about to hit him in the head with a hammer <laughs> he's like Angela what are you doing yeah you know not like ah what are you doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you doing you know um so yeah I thought he was he was they did a great job with him man.
4: yeah
3: how about
0: you Paul or me <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, Sister Knight is the most badass character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bar none. She's
0: a nun. She's got a motherfucking gun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But she's
3: only in it half the the show. After, like, the third or fourth episode, she doesn't even don the mask anymore, do any of that stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't even think she... Which is, which
3: was, it's very
2: interesting from a narrative point. Right, right. But... The character that I'm going to have to go with that was most
0: fascinating to me was actually Looking Glass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Rorschach archetype. Very Mm -hmm. good. Because he does have, like, Rorschach aesthetics, but he's more honorable. No,
2: but not only that, he represents the everyman who's traumatized by the events that have taken place. The Mm -hmm. new 9-11. Pretty much. Or New Vietnam, as it would be in Watchmen. Right. Um... You get to experience the effects of the trauma of having survived that. Mm -hmm. Right. And Tim Blake Nelson just basically hits it out of the park, especially on the scene where he realizes that everything was manufactured. Mm -hmm. And his entire life literally has been based on a lie. But he still wants to believe it. He still wants to believe it, but the proof is there right in the face. Yeah. And he finally, that that look of satisfaction when he finally clobbers him in the back of the head... (laughs) yeah that's just gold you can't go wrong with tim blake nelson you just no no stories. he's no. oh my
3: gosh what an actor and everybody everybody he done them
2: up and turned him into a hornet
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's my favorite comedy of all time so thank you yes
0: <laughs> i for me i want to go sister night but i'm torn man i want more lube man i want to know the mystery is it pd or is it not it's it's been all but confirmed (laughs) that
2: it's pd if you read the also pd pedia is
0: what it's called PDpedia hbo i want to i want to hats off to hbo Mm -hmm. they fucking yes (laughs) yes Fucking Cardo here rolling his eyes in in appreciation like, "Mm, I told you so. Like a a good southern black woman would. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I want to say
3: the fact that
0: not only did this show have a a podcast with the creator every three episodes to kind of help you understand where it's going, Mm -hmm. why those decisions were made, and why Lindelof made Watchmen. But the fact that we had such a great, great like resource for, here's some more lore, more world building on PDPedia. It's there if you want to look for it. Mm. The show does really well. You don't need it, but it's a good accessory. And I feel HBO went all in on this show. And I think that's something nobody else really can do. It's
2: their apology for fucking up Game of Thrones.
3: <laughs> I mean, who cares? D&D I mean, mm-hmm. fucked
0: up Game of Thrones. I mean, not HBO. Yeah,
3: exactly. That's not blaming HBO for that. <laughs> well, you I know, think, everything everything outside of everything outside of Game of Thrones this year has been almost <clears throat> a masterpiece <clears throat> outside of outside of Game of Thrones. Yeah,
0: well, Succession well, you know, when, is so fucking good. At when the, the, deuce. When and the
3: movie Barry, first
1: came out, right, hate the. Uh, Cinema atmosphere was very different, and they had to do all the changes they had to just to make it a, possible to air a mainstream, right? Which is why I never went into the movie, you know, a, thinking that I'm going to see the comic book, Because right? that would never have worked at that time, right? I thank God for movies that have come since then that have actually opened these doors so that these people could do it the right way, but <laughs> right? like. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right, No, No no, <laughs> no offense. I'm sorry. No offense, but Snyder, like, for his part, took literal shots of the comic mm-hmm. in the movie. Would right. you
3: guys say that it's the most accurate comic book movie to a comic? Yes. I would. Yeah. It's like I, been in theaters? I mean, I might be wrong. I don't know. But I think it's pretty on the nose.
0: It's either that or Superman the movie. Right.
1: I was about to say, you know, as far as dark comics go, this is... Yeah, this is definitely that.
0: Wait, uh, actually, Cardo, you read V for Vendetta? Would you argue V for Vendetta then?
3: No, no, because it's V for Vendetta, f- even the middle of it, it, it changes drastically. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but in the movie, they kind of drop that storyline, which is a huge storyline.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, I I would probably argue Watchmen or Superman the movie. Personally, what about you? Me? <laughs> I would go with Superman the movie. Uh, Watch. Um. See, with with for me the. The put, put the S away a little bit. The, to, the, to put your inherent bias away a little bit.
2: No, I'm going to present my argument as far as Watchmen. Watchmen does, um, it does capture moments. It does capture, you know, beautifully <laughs> rendered shots that emulate the comic book panels, but it doesn't capture the aesthetic for me. Now, in part, that's folly because I read it at the time when it first came out when the zeitgeist most resembled the comic.
0: Face the mic. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're I getting
2: got... your jollies off of this, aren't you? You just want to see it's this just, mic in slow, front of my face. Like,
0: I'm going to edit this, so I, make it easier for me, <laughs> yeah. Poppy. Make it easier for me. Yeah, his Poppy main Tuna motivation that is rag. that he's
2: lazy. The one who loves lube, man, is the one who's asking me to make it easier for
0: him. <laughs> yeah, man. Do I have to douse myself in lube for That's that?
3: That's right, he love the lube, man. <laughs>
0: Trezor, bro, was I the only one who lost this shit when we just saw this random guy like slide in? And apparently, that was a hundred percent like real. That the slide into the the sewer grate. Angela, all,
2: all I know is that Regina I, oh, King yeah. said
0: said in an interview that she lost her shit. She was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like that was a
2: her, her reaction was the actual reaction that they shot.
0: Yeah,
2: and I owe her a coke because we said it at the same time. What
0: the fuck? <laughs> I think everybody had that like initial reaction to uh, Lube Man. I'm I'm gonna. Yes, and by the way, Paul,
1: you can cut loose, all right, Since you know our master ceremonies cusses all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, we're on the internet. The internet has no fucking filter.
2: Watchmen the film did not capture the same aesthetic to me as Watchmen the comic.
0: Okay. That, that okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. There there wasn't that sense of of.
0: That's
2: what I'm looking for. What? Uh, no, 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 not Genesequa. It's, it's, it, there, there wasn't that sense of anxiety. There wasn't sen- that sen- overwhelming oh, sense tension. of tension. It, it that wasn't Impending there. doom. Exactly.
3: I was saying it earlier about Rorschach, but I think it actually relates to just Watchmen. I think that taxi driver, the movie, actually does the best of capturing that world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know it's not even doing Watchmen, right. it's doing its own thing. Right, but like I mean, it the came world, first. <laughs> you know? right? But I mean, even like what he was saying, like the anxiety, right, and stuff like that. You don't even know what Travis is going to be doing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I just think it's a um, they do a in Taxi Driver a better job of doing the world, and I can agree with that. It's not perfect in the movie uh, Watchmen, and it could have been better, mm-hmm. but um, I just thought it was a cool parallel. Yeah, between the two films, because you know Scorsese later we're going to talk about. So. Yeah,
0: all hail Scorsese! Not only that, he's not wrong when he says about Marvel. Oh yep, <laughs> this no. is my fucking show, and I can say what I want.
3: As long as you're breathing, you won't get any disagreement from me. No,
0: no. Um, so I, I, wanna... I just figured, I just realized I'm surrounded by DCs. <laughs> you're fucking outnumbered, bud.
3: Um, actually, I I wouldn't even consider my a DC. I'm an NC. That's no capes. I'm completely out of the cape game.
0: All right. Incredibles. Exactly.
3: I'm out of the cape game.
0: So I want to, I want to flip it on its head. Who's your favorite legacy character that kind of came back for me? Lori. Lori was my favorite character overall in the show. I lost my shit. Lori stole the
2: show. Yeah. And And her scenes with Regina Kane. We're just off the freaking chain
0: dramatically. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but she fucking brought it in her monologue, the joke. Mm -hmm. That was that like anybody asked me, Adrian, what's a great monologue in TV? Boom. I'm going to put that fucking monologue because you can't beat it. That Mm -hmm. fucking joke is amazing. The way it was edited, the way it was paced, the the way she worded it was fucking great. How about you, Cardo? Who's your favorite legacy character?
3: I mean, it has to be Jeremy Irons as so Ozymandias. Mandius. I mean, I hate to say The it. lord of
0: the manor. I mean, just, yeah, when he,
3: he was like, when Laurie even said to him, like, why did he send us here? Like, to save the world. Like, <laughs> he's just, he was so flamboyant and so, he caught that, like, egomaniac and obsessed narcissism. Just, just perfect. Perfect. And um, how he was, he wrote that entire play just to keep himself out of boredom essentially um but he still was bored yeah and um yeah no ozzy was my favorite
0: how about you captain puerto rico
1: actually i i do see the merits hey eh, uh, for ozzy but uh laurie for me was just amazing right and like you said that joke was so well done it felt like it was completely ad-libbed
0: hmm? i could yeah i could argue that yeah Because she got into yeah, she stammers through
1: it. She you know she she mixes the joke up a little bit you know and and so it felt organic 100. percent
2: But Gene Smart is a phenomenal actress. Yes, she is.
0: Yeah, she deserves more after this. Not only that, uh, so in a group. In the group chat that I'm with, Cardo, I, I named you what, was it? I think I named you... Red the, Scare. Red Scare. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Because it's a fucking filthy commie.
3: But... <laughs> Just like the guy who wrote Watchmen.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, but I named myself Lori Blake's vibrator.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the
2: not-so-subtle hint as to who Dr. Manhattan was? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
3: Yes, what a, what, I went
2: there. Yeah, and, what
3: and, a way to tell us. And huh? she kept saying how hot she he was and yeah. everything like that. I mean, it I, was... Th-
0: like if she had more time with Calvin, she probably would have put two and two together.
3: I'd like to compare the show to um to how like they did this twist and it turns to Westworld. Another HBO show. Mm-hmm. Season one Westworld, right? W- Mer- yes. oh, yeah, because
0: season one Westworld was full of twists
3: and it was and turns. But well done, everything earned, everything yeah. put together at the end. Everything
2: was organic. Right. Yeah. As opposed to season two. Right. Yes,
3: yes. But we don't have to get into that. No, but, no. You know,
0: but <laughs> that's on, that's We'll save podcast. that for Westworld Season 3, which I hope will, will <laughs> oh my fix God, itself. Right. I, I just want it to fix itself. I love the show, yeah. and I love the, the the man in black and everything about it. But
3: And all the actors. No, there's yeah. um, so much
0: talent on it.
3: I mean, just like Watchmen, the cast is phenomenal. S-
0: is packed. Yeah, let's, let's talk about this fucking cast. It's Jeremy r- Irons literally gave a shit. here compo- mm-hmm. Compared to... Alfred? Dippy yeah. Double Dippy Double Dippy <laughs> Double Dippy <laughs> <double. laughs> Like yeah, Jeremy Irons fucking well uh, Gene Smart uh Tim Blake Nelson this is some heavy fucking talent here mm-hmm. on this game. Who for you was the uh standout? Oh, gee, that's that's hard to say. That's Honestly to for say. me, it's Regina King. Yeah. Right. It just. This- if I may, I'm sorry. Here. Am I giving really hard questions? I thought no, no. Hard. You're not giving. No. Well, the thing is, is that you
3: could none of us could be wrong. You know, you could say mm. Regina King, I could say Laurie, or you could say Laurie or whomever, and we're all going to be right because there was so everyone just killed all the material. First yeah. of all,
2: it's an, it's a subjective question,
3: right?
0: Well, I mean, this is a but subjective number show. but number two, this is
2: <laughs> but number two is the fact that each actor is bolstering the other. None of these. Mm-hmm. except right. for maybe in in the cases of monologues. But even then, it's reaction to the events and the people that they've been directed to before leading up to that moment. But it's, here's the ball, here's the ball. Mm-hmm. I'll take the ball now. And everybody is bringing each other you know up. What? It's not yeah. a... I, I I'm should... performing in a vacuum mm-hmm. a la a certain captain of a starship enterprise mm-hmm. we might mention.
1: I got that <laughs> sense through watching through the series <clears throat> that everybody in the cast all right, was more concerned about the common goal about getting this right than their, you know, personal agendas,
0: right? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something really quick. I think me uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of made me think already, like, you're fucking right, because the most, probably arguably, the most supporting character in a scene was Lady True.
4: Hmm.
0: Every scene she was with someone, You never knew where she stood, but you knew she was smarter than the other character. Mm -hmm. Particularly with Laurie and Regina in that, uh, I think it was season, uh, not season, episode three, was it? Where they're all talking and Regina King, uh, Angela, and Lady True are talking in Vietnamese to get Laurie out of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, where's my grandfather and shit like that. That Mm was pretty fucking great. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Lady True?
1: Yeah. Is she the villain? Yeah, I I really don't know if she's a villain. I mean, I'm sure she felt she was doing it right. She was, you know, she was going to fix the world. Well, all the best villains do. Of course.
3: Hey, but does that make her a villain? And Dr. Manhattan knew it was going to happen. Right. So he was playing the whole Hooded Justice thing with that and getting her to, you know, go along with it and everything like that. So it was all part of, I mean, essentially. Not the plan, but what was supposed to happen, I guess. Which, right. like
2: in the comics, subverts the whole ideation of hero, insulin, and villainy. Mm-hmm. And perspective, and who's
1: right, who's wrong. Exactly. It's just a matter of what should happen.
0: But when, when you break down this show, and then you obviously have to go to the original material, which is the comic, both Ozymandias and Lady True who, who was played by Hong Chao, both have this kind of, I'm going to save the world even if the world doesn't want to be saved. Mm-hmm. And we always have this argument. Like, probably the best argument to have as a comic book nerd is, was Ozzy right? Was Lady True right? And I feel with, with both of them, I don't think they are true villains.
3: Well, Laurie says it best. You know, he's like, I saved the world. And he's like, the world was going to end. And then she's like, I've been hearing that a lot.
1: <laughs> it just never seems to happen. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Well, you know, I, uh, we have a
1: different perspective right, now right, on the storyline. than people that, you know, experienced it when the comic book first came out. Oh, Because this was a real, you know, possibility back then. Yes. Okay. Now we know that we're smart enough not to kill ourselves off.
0: <laughs> you think... I I, do. I have confidence in that. You think, but it's uh, to quote Arnie in T two. It's in your nature to destroy yourselves. Um, That was a really bad impression. Anyway, sorry. sorry. (laughs) Uh,
3: No, you need to cut that out of this. (laughs) Um, Embarrassed.
0: So, does anyone have like a standout episode? Like, what episode for you was the episode? Just to give you an idea, first one. First one for you. Yes, because it captured
1: my attention. Yes, I'm going to watch the rest of this. This is what I was waiting for.
0: So, yeah, the first one. For me, it was episode six, the origin story of Hooded Justice. Hmm.
3: Nostalgia, yeah.
0: It had the best cinematography in a fucking show I've ever seen. Better than a movie. I would say it's the best cinematography this year. Hmm. You can't... The fucking 360 shot of Hooded Justice and his his future wife, that 360 shot, and then you have in the background his mom. His playing mom the constantly, yeah. yeah. Bro, you cannot tell me
3: they dropped a little Superman reference there. Yeah,
0: with the night, and again we get a little bit more callback to the first episode mm. of Ger- Well, I think it was the first episode where Germany was talking. This German man was saying, "Oh, this hero, this hero." He's going to help us all, you know? And he's talking about Superman, Superman. the Ubermensch. Mm-hmm. And then we also have, again, it's a, a German man treating this black man in the 50s and 60s... Well, mm-hmm. the, excuse me, the 30s as an equal. And you and you get that again. You get that again with Hooded Justice in that whole episode. I I strongly feel that... <sighs> like, I was telling... I was telling Jim on the way here, if Irishman is mandatory watch for an acting class on how to act in a scene, episode six is mandatory for any cinematographer to earn their salt. Shoot something like that. Take chances like that. Because I got to tell you, that was a bitch to shoot. As somebody (laughs) who's done things like that, that is a bitch to shoot. How about you, Carter? What is your favorite episode?
3: I mean, it's probably that one as well, but just to keep the conversation rolling, um I mean the best title was easily a god walks in the A bar. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean that was that was a phenomenal episode. Um we get to find out what Dr. Manhattan's been up to, which hmm. you know, it's been regardless of whatever, we're like, "Oh, it's cool that it's on new things and blah blah blah." blah. The the what well, all of us have wanted is to know what Doctor Manhattan's doing. Right. So that was just so satisfying. They respected it. They did it well. That you know he wanted to leave in Watchmen because he was tired and bored of people, and he was going to make his own. But then he got tired and bored of that, so he got nostalgic and wanted to come back. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not only great. that,
0: but the framing of it. He's yes. doing it on VNN Day. Yeah. Or no, Doctor Manhattan Day, where where he defeated Vietnam by yeah. himself. It's it's great, and he. You never see his face before he turns into Calvin,
3: and he got his parents, or it got her parents killed. Yeah, it was him.
0: That was a great. That's also really good, like dialogue there. Mm-hmm. That's really well shot. How about you, me? But
3: real quick, real quick oh, about Doctor Manhattan, how he got her parents killed. Which might have probably happened anyway, because if he was in Vietnam without Doctor Manhattan, he might have been killed. So yeah. I thought it was a really good like hindsight. Like we know how Vietnam turned out. It wasn't very successful for us. And he might have died, anyway. But it was just in different circumstances, obviously.
0: But if he had died in Vietnam, she wouldn't have been born, right? Because they met after the war, right? Yeah. How about you? Me. God
2: walks into a bar.
0: Oh, that's you as well.
2: For different reasons.
0: Oh, what's your reasons?
2: My reasons are more character-based. It forms the heart of the entire series. Because when you come right down to it, for all the racism and callback, everything is motivated by the love of these two characters. Mm. And it showcases how it formed. And, you know, all the existential aspects of Watchmen are thrown right here. Mm. And that's where you get a sense of the previous episode pretty much showed you where she came from in terms of her emotional upbringing. Or lack thereof. But here it brings everything home with the characters. And then it propels the events forward up until the end. And everything that, uh, well, not everything, but the majority of her passion mm. comes from keeping him alive and keeping him safe, especially knowing they have a timetable. Yeah. They have a finite moment of time. And, and, and Regina King's desperation is paramount.
0: I mean, she's went into
2: at, with the hammer. Yeah. But now you understand why. And it just ups everything. It helps the anti emotionally mm-hmm. going forward.
3: Well, I think her, her acting after Dr. Manhattan's like going around the house and then he goes down to the pool and everything. And she's like, motherfucker, get out the pool. Like 100% <laughs> not scared at all mm-hmm. of a God. Yeah. Like something Lori was never, she was always kind of scared yeah. of him. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: which is probably was, why, which is probably why he never truly loved her.
3: Angela was never scared, ever. Like she's yelling at a God. I mean, it's, well, it's it relation, a lot of balls. Yeah,
0: their
1: relationship started off with she didn't believe him. <laughs> you
3: know. Right. No doubt.
2: But for a woman who has lost everything, yeah. what is there for
1: her to be afraid of?
3: right because she's like where are our kids like she's like so for real about it and mm-hmm. he just has this look in his face like i mean nothing
0: deadpan yeah <sighs> also to to kind of go with that um the fact that he he respected her mm-hmm. i feel is such a such a lofty thing for that character mm-hmm. cuz he didn't really respect anyone he no. didn't respect agents The world's smartest man is no more a threat to me than the world's smartest termite. True, (laughs) He doesn't give a fuck. And I thought that was fucking great. Uh, I think we should take a break. Yeah, sure. I think uh, I want some water. I don't know about you guys.
2: Yeah, me too. All
0: right. And uh, hey, what are you doing? Hello everyone, this is the masterful dude of that's the face that runs the place, the host with the most agent Mike was, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks
3: Facebook group. Be there, or be square.
0: All right, we're back. Wait.
3: <laughs> you had it at the end, you're good.
0: No, I just want to make sure just I Just
3: have- zoom in.
0: Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> you could tell he's my teacher. Padawan, you are. There we go. <laughs> God. Amateur
3: hour. Did I not teach you anything? <laughs> he
0: taught me next gen, and then I never touched it again. Um, mm. I mean, I get paid more at Costco than at a radio station. <laughs> True that. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, so, we're back. legit uh i'm gonna so we have the freakies coming up which uh me and captain puerto rico and i uh really really try to go balls out for it's a special little fan freaks uh award show i have difficulty putting watchmen in the same category as some cape shit tv shows like the flash and stuff (laughs) <laughs> it, it can't it it has no it doesn't have a competition other than i think before the break you said the boys right
3: well i think it's clear that the two best things that focused on capes this year were anti-capes <clears throat> um with the boys and watchmen am i getting any disagreement here was there a cape no. show that you guys liked that was better than either one of those no, no,
1: I've actually been disappointed with all the CW shows and all that across the board. I mean... I right.
2: mean. See, I'm different with, from, with you guys along, along those lines because I enjoy those shows. But by the same token, I understand the parameters that they work under and the budgets that they work under mm-hmm. and the criteria because it's family hour. So there's only so much you can get away with. So, yes, it's watered down. So either you can not watch and bitch and moan about it or enjoy it for what it is well, and how is executed well how executed is within those parameters.
0: I think when, when well, you're Paul, into, this is a podcast. We're supposed to bitch and moan. Yeah, really? Right. <laughs>
3: <So> <laughs> we'd all be very quiet. if You know, we didn't <laughs> disagree. Right. But then but then, Paul, if you can't make something the way it's supposed to be made. Right. I don't think it should be made. I don't care about like I mean, I'm a, like. If it's for families or it's for whatever, this is a, an art, you know, like
1: Yeah,
2: but you have the choice of not watching that.
3: I no and I don't. I and mean, I don't
2: I
1: don't watch know, any of the shows. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because oh. like for me instance, uh my favorite CW show was Supergirl. Right? I loved that show from since it started, right? And i watched it progressively <clears throat> get more stamp quality, you know, Don't bang the chip. table. Sorry. <laughs> It was for effect (laughs) uh, with each episode. And this season has been a real disappointment for me. And once you invest that kind of time in a series, you do build up hope that, you know, that the quality is going to continue and that it's going to be the next episode is going to make up for this one. (laughs)
2: Right, but then once it gets to the point where you don't watch it anymore, you change the channel and forget it exists. That's what I I I did with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Yeah, I still watch it. Oh, Agents of Snore? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I tried. I quit on season three and never looked back. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, oh, it got good, it got good. I don't need a show to get good after like five seasons or four seasons.
2: And let me tell you something, that was hard for me because Chloe Bennett is very easy on the
3: eyes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can agree with that. Yes. Yes. But it came to a point
0: yeah you can't
3: my thing is i've gotten so spoiled that i don't watch anything on network tv it i mean i can't think of the last thing that i watched seinfeld (laughs) no no it's actually Arrested (laughs) development if anything
0: oh yeah yeah that was on fox
3: right so i don't watch network tv um so watching the shows like flash and arrow and they're just well we don't have to be subjected to that anymore (laughs) <laughs> For at least in a couple of weeks from now you know, oh, okay actually. okay so i mean they were just <clears throat> i don't know just not well thought out and then you get a another show on hbo like Watch, Watchmen. watchman yeah you know and it's i mean it is mind-blowing the differences between the two and yes one's budgeted better and one's you know but it's done with care mm-hmm. and That's not done correct. with oh, we want to make money so we can get kids to watch so they can buy the toys and make more mm-hmm. money. And I mean, and if that's the end-all be alls, making money, then fine, make more CW shows and do whatever you got to do. But right. for me, I don't care about that.
2: HBO doesn't have corporate sponsorship.
3: Right. But that's the thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it, they can keep the quality and do what they want. I mean, my right. favorite television show of all time is The Wire. Yeah. HBO is the only place that could have existed. Mm-hmm. No other place would have touched it. And even with bad ratings, they kept with it because they knew it was the only place that would do the show.
0: And on the same token, because Cardo's right, for me, the greatest show I've ever seen was The Deuce, and that's the only network that can do The Deuce.
3: Right, and do it with care. Yeah. I mean, you can do Spartacus or whatever on stars, and it's just going to be a gory mess. Or you can do power on stars, and it's going to be a dramatic Grey's Anatomy, people shooting people, people dying, people kind of half dying, comas, <clears> whatever. And it's but it with care. HBO does it with care, right? And for most part, did they screw up Game of Thrones? I say D and D screwed it up more than HBO did because they were the only people writing. Yes, and Westworld season two could have been better, but for the most part, from from my they hit,
0: from my understanding with Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I've done some investigation, yes, I actually investigate things. The internet's a powerful tool, and I mean you don't talk out of your ass all the time? <clears throat> no, so it turns out that d and d just blatantly ignored um uh George R. R. Martin's like outline that he had for the rest of the show, hmm. and they thought they could do it better, mm-hmm. and they wanted to finish faster because they had that big, nice contract from Netflix, and they just wanted to finish yeah. Game of Thrones. As fast as possible. Which is is why season eight is so short. And so...
2: Replace the O-R and put in an I and you'll be more accurate. In where? The word short.
0: Oh. Just say shit. <laughs> Why are you making me? Because you investigate. This isn't, this isn't fucking. That real. was a moment
2: of investigation for you. Work uh, those brain cells. Oh fuck! Okay. Or cell.
0: I don't.
1: <laughs> we don't want to tax the
0: cell. Hey, 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 I don't watch Arrow. System overload. System overload.
1: System overload.
0: So yeah, I I don't know how I'm gonna do the category for the freakies. I kind of don't want to put fucking CW shit. I hated Crisis. Uh, so far oh
3: my god was that even going on people are really like people are really into that
0: yeah i mean
3: it's, i mean apparently shit. on fan freaks i mean they are really into it and they really like the idea and i'm happy for them i don't want you know i don't want it to be terrible i don't care but yeah you're not actively rooting yes i just know shit. it i just know it. shit <laughs> i just know it will be yeah because it's written by you know people who are writing for the cw mm-hmm I mean, that's the bottom line, and I hate to be that kind of guy, but they're writing for the CW. Now,
0: also, th- don't take ownership over a show. Accept criticism for the show. I think we should, we right. should talk about Like, I've criticized some things that... Uh, Cardo likes. Like, Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. And he'll defend Nintendo, but he's not gonna defend... He's not gonna defend it like I insulted his fucking mother. <laughs> <laughs> he's not... There's, like, a world of difference. Like, he's not gonna go to a fisticuff. He's just gonna be like, I don't see it that way. I disagree. That's the root of it. Don't... What I'm trying to say is, because I am the owner of Fan Freak, so I've had these discussions where how could you say that about Luke Skywalker? Fuck you. Fuck Les Jedi. And shit like that. You've had, like, people <clears throat> like that. And don't I've take it
3: personally. Yeah. Well, people take their opinions as though what if you say something about something they like, you're attacking them. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, because where we're all coming from.
2: Because in an oblique way, it can be perceived as being judgmental towards their tastes. Mm-hmm. And it's an extension. And what you like is to a degree an extension of who you are because it's oh, I don't, a part I mean, of you. Perhaps so, there are certain people. So that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. I mean... I enjoy crisis. Right. I'm also very disappointed about some aspects of crisis. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, going back to what I said before, I understand that there's this factor, this factor, this factor, this factor, this factor. So we're going to get this.
0: But you love my tirade when I went in on that. Oh, joke. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love my bitching and moaning. Did, and I, I,
2: did I tell you you were wrong in anything that no, you had said? No. No. Because
0: guess what? Remember, remember that show, Smallville?
3: <laughs> I've never Somebody seen it. See it. No, nor nor will I ever watch an episode. And this guy of loves
0: scene. Superman. Loves. Like he loves Supergirl, but he loves Superman as well. Well,
3: and then I've never seen
0: the Superman, <laughs> and I never will. What Krypton?
3: No, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With my boy Brando, Krypton. I never will watch that movie either.
0: Uh, but fucking Tom Welling still doesn't put on the fucking Superman suit.
3: I saw he had a really round face.
0: Yeah, well, the years have not been cut. We get older, yeah.
3: Of course, so of course.
2: Well, I mean, Brandon Routh looks good still, so. but that scene that he had with John Cryer was freaking gold, right? Just in in complete execution, and you and it was one of those times where you could tell the actors were having fun with it,
0: mm-hmm. right? How much did Welling get paid? Like five grand? Five grand? Five grand?
2: I, yeah. Which was more than Rosenbaum was going to get paid.
0: Wow! That fuck. Rosenbaum's like the best Lex Luthor that's ever been. <laughs> I mean, I do like John Cryer, but
3: yeah, R- Cryer is giving him a run for his money though with his version but. of Lex.
0: Yeah, yeah, but to I mean,
3: the best Lex Luthor that's ever been is Clancy Brown. No argument. <laughs> Let's not even beat it around the bush. <laughs> no, there's no,
0: there's no argument there, but. Enough of shitting on cape shit. Let's go back to good shows like Watchmen.
1: Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to make a point, though, about uh, the fact that we're talking about capes and we bundle them together with dramas and adventures, movies and all that, when they are, they distinctly have a quality hey, that the others don't have, hey, and that that's basically that it's all bullshit, and it's all creative bullshit, but it can't hey, – it does not survive – economy when your goal is to make stop money stop
0: banging the fucking tape. sorry
1: when your goal i'm part italian no <laughs> um when your goal is to make money hey, okay, then creativity takes a back seat okay? right. and that's why all these you know uh, genre uh, all these characters suffer right because they're not approached in the way that they should be
0: it's going to be a sad day when we see like Superman fighting in an IHOP. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, fight in a Sears.
2: Mm -hmm. No argument from me.
0: Hey, man, I like Man (laughs) of Steel. But anyway, so uh, I I just want to wrap up Watchmen, and I just want to say, bar none, it's not my favorite show of the year. For that, it's Deuce. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) But for right now, you guys kind of Sneak it in your vote. What's your favorite show of the year? Is it Watchmen? Or is it something else? You will be criticized. I,
2: <laughs> I haven't seen Deuce yet. Mm. Please, please, so, for the love
0: of God. I'm like, I cannot suck that show's dick anymore <laughs> publicly
3: than I do already. You know how much of a mission. I'll watch if, Deuce <clears throat> if you watch All right. Do you hear him? Do you hear him right now? How he was to you about watching the Deuce? Mm-hmm. I was the same way about it. To him. Please watch, the Please watch the deuce. Please watch the deuce. Please watch the deuce. And then when you I'll finally watch, did... I'll watch the deuce yeah. when
2: you watch the Mandalorian.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, for fuck's sake. Gauntlet <laughs> Throne. Gauntlet
1: Throne right here uh-huh.
2: on the podcast. All right. I'll,
0: I'll watch Mandalorian.
3: Look,
1: Mandalorian is very different from other store <laughs> where I based... Oh, it's better. Syria. I've heard it's better. Yes. I
3: hate. It's actually good. For I lack mean, of a better... I mean... If, You get Baby Yoda. I mean, you at least have it. Yeah, exactly. Regardless if you like it or not, you'll you'll get to look at Baby Yoda. Which he's not not that. But
2: But despite (laughs) yourself, despite yourself, you're going to watch this show and you're going to hear in your head... (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna satisfy my western itch
3: yes all right see <laughs> actually right, to a degree as, it will as a big western fan depends what it has not that. done that for me
0: no i'm sure it hasn't.
3: i mean i'm a huge western fan i love all the Sergio Leone films all the man with that no name films good bad and ugly is my favorite movie oh, of all time yeah. but uh oh, nice. i don't feel that um i feel like it's it's like a heist movie like like, Ant-Man is a heist movie. You know what I'm saying? Or, or what was it? What, what did someone say that Thor was about um, colonization? Yeah. Thor Ragnarok was about colonization. Yeah, that's what I'm like, all right, chill think I feel like some people are reaching with that. But if you get those feels, you get those feels, man, and that's perfectly fine. And I mean, yeah. the one time I did get it was when he walked into the bar in like the very five minutes of the movie and the show. No spoilers.
0: <laughs> I, I do like the, the fact that he doesn't take off the mask. Because as a fan of Judge Dredd, I appreciate when a character sticks <laughs> stays in character. Yeah. Um, sure,
3: Paul. I'll fucking watch The Mandalorian. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's only nine episodes or eight episodes eight. or something like that. He's got to yeah. watch a couple, three seasons. They're yeah. short. They're short. Granted. And, it,
0: and it, each season's eight episodes. It's 24 hours, basically. 'Cause each episode's an hour. I do
1: no. have plans on oh, watching. Deuce you mean.
3: Deuce. Deuce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're actually giving him a whole lot less homework. That's it. So yep. it's pretty just fair. watch
0: the first season and tell me if you like yes, it. Yes, but not. he's going with apathy.
2: Whereas I'm not. I'm open to the dudes. He's like,
4: it's style. It's, it's just uh, look,
0: no, no offense. I work retail. I wish you guys This is the season of me getting fucked by jobs. <laughs> so right now My backlog is fucking immense. I still haven't finished The Witcher, and I've heard mixed things. So I've only gotten
2: through episode one so far.
0: I haven't finished episode one. I would started it, and then I fell asleep because (laughs) it was 5 a.m. Because I had just finished The Irishman, and I was so fucking hyped about The Irishman. So then he
3: passed out in the very first few minutes.
0: Irishman was as good as sex, for fuck's sake, all right? Oh, my God. Okay, I got to ask this.
2: What? Did you sit through it the entire time? Or For did you take grades? Yeah.
0: Goddamn right. I Goddamn, did Goddamn. My mama raised me right. Son. I did. <laughs> I did
2: at a Starbucks. At
0: you a Starbucks? at a Starbucks? Yeah. Because just have, like I, Scorsese I, intended.
3: Yep. Just like he intended it. Goddamn. But I did. I, I did also watch the whole three and a half hours yeah. one sitting. It was not even hard. Like I kind of no, forgot. That, you didn't feel. I didn't feel it. No. Yeah.
0: I didn't feel it. I didn't feel the three hours. No. And well, I was back to the
1: Wagon I will not cast a vote now because I do have a lot to watch before I make that decision.
0: Oh, thank you for bringing back that point. I was like, man, I'm going to try to figure out a way to bring it back. Uh, <laughs> I just, just want to know. Watchmen needs to be obviously on the list of best. Definitely of,
1: to be considered. Yeah.
0: But I don't think other shit like CW shit and stuff like that needs to be on the same list. Obviously, the the rules of the fucking award show that I made, and I can't go back on it.
3: Well, of course, you can't. You hey, literally can't.
0: Yeah, you don't have to feel <laughs> bad about it either, because it's not. Uh, I'm not going to be that guy that's like, you either like this or you like yeah. nothing at all. I'm not yeah. going to be that guy. Yeah, because it's
1: not the that's category that's dropping the ball. That's, that's the what you're going to do,
2: are. because from the way you're carrying on, Watchmen is, and I agree with you, is an entity whole and unto itself Mm -hmm. in comparison to the other shows right Right. but then there's nothing to vote on
0: yeah well that ruins the point of the award show whoa! you're gonna have to
3: mix it in with the cw shit no why can't it just be on the best shows of the year award
0: yeah because we put the best shoes of the year
3: award best
0: shoes of the year best shows of the year award with the best uh we put it all together we don't make a cape shit one and a best show (laughs) so why
3: are we discussing this exactly You just said you just made the rules, and then you said, all right, I don't know where you're going with this. (laughs) I'm confused. It's like watching Star Wars again. Look, you know, I'm 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 your partner I'm venting venting to my
0: friends and my audience, what little there is, about the difficulty of putting Watchmen in the same category as, like, fucking Arrow. I don't want to do that, but it's difficult to not do it.
1: If I may... It's not uh, your responsibility because your your category is not dropping the ball, art the shows are dropping the ball. Okay, so if they don't deserve to be on the uh, the category, it's their fault. Not I'll pass the buck.
0: It's the CW's fault.
3: But <laughs> you go. But also, you always say if there's a show that I missed, mm-hmm. add it on here. Right. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I'm sure there are people. So that's to- always super nice. If you don't want to add, you know, Arrow and Supergirl and everything like that, just leave them off. And then some, if somebody wants to add them,
0: they can. Yeah. And that's fine. I think, I think what I'm gonna do also is I'm gonna probably do the uh, the event in March. I feel March is a good time for everyone to catch up. They have an extra two months to catch up on all of 2019. Mm -hmm. I really want the Deuce to win, but I it's not going.
3: I mean, what you're gonna get votes from me, you, Colin, Birch. If Birch votes, yeah, he'll vote, but he won't. Birch. He hasn't even seen season three.
0: What the fuck is wrong with them? I don't know. <laughs> stop being in school, and so stop being productive. So uh, That's just
3: a friend of ours. So they'll have 3
2: 3 votes. So basically you're already stacking the deck mm-hmm. before the violets are even cast. Right. No, we're trying to. (laughs) You're trying to pull a Mitch McConnell over
0: here. Hey, (laughs) listen,
3: listen, listen, listen. We got to call Russia. We got to call Ukraine. I'm just doing a
0: favor. I'm just doing a favor for Joe Kennedy and making sure his son is elected. (laughs) (laughs) So, on that note, you think we should move on to Irishman?
3: Wait, I thought we were doing our what was our best things of the year? I mean, I never even said mine. Oh well, these two kind of said not to answer.
0: Now, how about you?
3: Well, my favorite thing of the year was the Deuce. But right after that, I mean, right after that, Euphoria and Chernobyl and Succession. In that yeah. order? Well, I think that Euphoria is third. And then probably Watchmen or Succession right there. You can switch them in and That's out. That's
1: another one that I will watch. I caught the, fir- the first episode which of one? Euphoria. Oh, which one? Yeah. Okay. And that looked
0: that so Euphoria says-
3: was an oh my God. Right? Thank you. I've been telling him. To watch the show. Stop busting
0: my balls. Where's the gobble ghoul?
3: (laughs) But he is watching The Sopranos. I'm
0: I'm all in on HBO. Just give me a minute.
3: (laughs) Good. But yeah, you said you liked Euphoria? Oh my God. Right? I said... What is it about? It's about Gen Zers, essentially. And what the new challenges are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you watch mm-hmm. Bar- Breakfast Club, and you might get a sense of what the 80s is, and the things that people went through, and the k- things that... Clicks now and it's shit? Yeah. Now it's that, but, like, no filter. No... It's literally letting you know what's going on. And it's... I, I think it's so well-written, and so respectful, mm-hmm. and um, really yeah. gives you a sense of, like, this generation that's coming up, they grew up on their phones. They grew up with screens yeah. that you touch constantly. <laughs> we didn't get those... In our hands until we were, like, graduating high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not sure how old you guys are, but, like, for us. <laughs> but, I mean, like, growing we're up. we tied for you, oldest. <laughs> right, right. For being born, you know, with that stuff <laughs> and that kind of stimuli um, is going to affect a, a new generation way differently. And they do a such a great job of capturing that.
0: What mm-hmm. is it? Is it like a first season or is it a whole story? It's a first season. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. And the
2: cliffhanger they ended on was mm-hmm. holy
0: shit. Yeah. Really? See, yeah. why and don't Zendaya- you tell me to watch Euphoria and you'll watch Deuce? Why no, don't you do that?
2: Because it's harder for you to watch <laughs> The Mandalorian. I'm testing your fortitude, my friend.
0: I've lost faith in The Force. Okay. <laughs> I'm Luke Skywalker and fucking last Well, good. Because The
2: Force is hardly ever mentioned.
0: Oh, awesome.
2: Oh, there you go. He has spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. It is the way. So now can we go on to the Irishman? Yeah. let's jump. All right. Yes, yeah, so let's bring it back down to earth. Pesci is a fucking <laughs> god among <laughs> men. Yes. He should never have retired. This dude is so fucking good, bro. Agree or disagree?
1: Oh yeah, as far as Pesci is concerned, yeah. I mean, the, the guy is awesome. Whatever he tackles, he brings a unique quality to.
0: Yeah, but this one, it's it's so subdued. The way he acted here,
1: it's different from
0: your
2: expectations from previous Scorsese films,
0: where he's always
2: so volatile and it's all over the place. He arrests you with stillness. Yeah, this so, time, really? he's which subdued? is something. In, in Irishman, yeah. compared to everything else... He doesn't... Yeah, I have, he barely
3: moves. He barely moves. Yeah? Yeah. And
2: there are some scenes where... The bread? I was actually thinking about the candy.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's... it's
2: you don't... It seems innocuous. It seems... But there's this creepy vibe Sense. that you hope it's it's just... You reading more into it than what's there, like but it, predatory, almost exactly. But it's done in such a way that it leaves it open to interpretation. See,
3: see, I didn't take it that way, but I can see why you would say that. I took it as the little girl had intuition. Essentially, is like I don't like. I know that you're you're. I feel the bad vibes from you, Jimmy Hoffa. I don't feel those bad vibes from. Like, because, I mean, the guy was charismatic. Kinda, he was a salesman, essentially, you know? Right. Not and, only
0: that, he he was a father. Mm-hmm. Right. We get that piece of dialogue mm-hmm. that he is a father. His two kids go off to do, like, college bullshit. And he, you bring in this little girl,
3: he's going to be like, oh, I'm still a dad. But you also yeah. saw how Pesci was affected by it. Every oh. time that she rejected him. Mm-hmm. Even hurt. if it was as harmless as, you know, giving her candy or giving yeah. her that nice gift with the extra hundred dollars in it, you know, she, he was, he was hurt. And like, even like Robert De Niro but, was like, say something, say something. He's like, no, do not happening. She already said thank you.
2: No. Going back, I want to clarify that predatory thing. It wasn't predatory in a, in
3: sexual, a sexual deviant way. No, No, okay. it's
2: predatory in that. I want your approval give me your approval. I'm trying to and Right. Okay, and, okay, and not getting his way cuz here's a character who despite his again stillness mm-hmm. is used to getting his way. 100%. You're right. And he's not getting it from
3: her. And that and he is can't sticking. even stretch and he can't even like forcefully do Exactly. It so so there's this
2: there's this dynamic tension in his body that is not ready to express. Not like potential it. energy as opposed to kinetic. There you go. Yeah. It's there. And you know he's he's frustrated, and he wants to, mm-hmm. to not necessarily lash out like, say, his other characters would have in the previous films, but it, he's stymied, and he doesn't want to process it that way. He
3: might not even know how to react. Bingo. So... <clears throat>
0: For me, Pesci was the standout of the three leads in this movie. Uh, Cardo, who for you was the standout?
3: Well, I mean, I'm going to agree with Pesci. Um, I thought he was great, but Al Pacino—he might be always be playing a sort of Al Pacino, <laughs> <laughs> especially in the last like you know couple decades. But when he was sitting in that room with everybody, he was like, "You dumb motherfucker! <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers!" And I'm just like. I got chills going through me. I was like, "This is perfect. This is perfect." And it's um, what you
0: want from Patina.
3: Yeah, and I I think he did a good job, and I I believed him as Jimmy Hoffa. I believed him as charismatic. That people wanted to be around him. That people wanted him to succeed. That he could. You know, I mean, people say fool. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't the best Teamsters president ever, but he did bring a lot of money in, and he did help those uh, a lot of those truck drivers and everything like that. I mean, they got pensions, and you know, they got everything, and. He was smart about it. Um, He just screwed over the wrong people, and that's the consequences. Robert De Niro, to me, was kind of dead inside in this movie, not because of his acting ability or anything like that, which I think is obviously stellar. I think that was the character he was supposed to be portraying, Mm. and um, I I think he did a good job with it. Uh, There were a couple scenes I didn't love with him, um, particularly the scene where he's like stomping on a guy. But again, the limitations thing.
2: Nothing brings out the fact that CGI cannot hide aging better than
3: that scene. Right. Right. Because remember when he's stomping on Billy Bats and Goodfellas, you just see it like up. Yeah. Right? Mm. And it looks visceral. They're kicking, kicking hard. Yeah. He couldn't do that anymore, man. And um I mean he's a I, right? I, I wish they would have done Down something. Under. I wish they would have just, like, done the beating up, like, in the thing, and now it spilled over to the sidewalk, because it looked bad. Or do what they did with Pagino in a lot of scenes,
2: was, ba- which was to basically replace with a stuntman and not show his face. Right, right, when he, when he got jumped <laughs> Every time he got jumped on or tackled, you don't so see his right. face, because it's the stuntman.
3: Right, they, they could have done that, Um, but those scenes kind of, that was the only time in the movie, really, that was like, oh, I'm out yeah. of the movie. Like, I just jumped out of the movie for a minute. Because um, I was with it when he was like, let's go. We're going to go talk to that guy. Da-da-da. I was like, all right, man. Some shit's about to go down. And then it went down. and Man, like he said, you could see the aging CGI. can't hide that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you brought up that point as well when we were talking about the movie. Because I was watching it at like 2, 3 in the morning. I messaged you. right? And you were like going to work or something. And you were like, yeah, that scene. That scene kind of sucks. <laughs> um, Paul, how about you? Who's your standout actor?
2: Uh, again, this is one of those where there really isn't a, a standout actor for me, because
0: they all build on each
2: other. They all build on each other. I mean, the the weakest, I will say though, believe it or not, to me was De Niro
0: himself. Bobby? Yeah. You, you think? Both you and Carter. Are but see that. this.
2: But my. But I will caveat that that it's because of something that bolsters yet hampers this film at the same time. And that's the cinematic legacy of the participants, which Mm -hmm. is a whole other thing. But the only thing that we get about De Niro's character, about being an Irishman, is the fact that we're told he's an Irishman. But I'm sorry. After seeing every other Scorsese movie, he's been Italian or once a Jew. Mm -hmm. And I could believe it because. He was was half half
3: half Italian. And he was half Italian, half Irish.
2: Half Italian, half Irish, but still Italian. There. But and in Goodfell, but in Goodfell, in uh, no Casino, he was Jewish, right? right. But ace. he played it, yeah, Ace. But he played it so you could believe it. But here, I didn't get a sense of his being. You've been in
3: Raging uh, Bull, Jake LaMotta, Italian, exactly.
2: So it's it's
3: it's one of those things where
2: the don't blue tell eyes. me, show me.
3: Well, I thought they were telling us a lot with the blue eyes, and I thought it was more, I'm telling you, he's, he's, a, he's not, like, Italian and everything like that, but I didn't like. But I didn't get a sense that from him. No, 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 100%, Which is what the actor's
2: job is supposed to
3: do. 100%. I feel like they were telling me by having the eyes so ocean blue. I was like, dang, man, like, chill, like throw yeah. the contrast a little down, like, let's fix up those. <laughs> Nobody's eyes look like that. Exactly. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you that he, um, that, yeah, that legacy, dude, is he does have a legacy that is kind of, is baggage, almost. And this entire film, again, it's bolstered and yet
2: hampered by that baggage. Right, right.
0: I, I do want to, I'm not going to imply that you're attacking De Niro. I just want to give a little defense that I think his acting he does a lot with his fucking eyes. And he does a lot with his silence. Especially in certain scenes where he...
3: Oh, so, when Hoffa just keeps going on and on and right. on and on. Mm-hmm.
0: And, but also the phone call with Hoffa's wife.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And him stammering. You have that. But you also have where he's watching Hoffa and... Uh, I forgot Pesci's character's name. Was it Rich?
2: Uh, we can look it up. Let's go I'm on. looking it up. I already have the IMDb up. <laughs> Just in case we needed to. I did watch it her. the day it Russell, came out. Um, Russell um Russell.
0: Russell. When Russ and, and Hoffa are talking at his uh, memorial um dinner, his mm-hmm. memorial banquet, and you see that concern on his face, I thought was great. Because he has a lot of concern for, for Hoffa's safety. Now, to bring.
2: Actually, I'll go one better that. The lead up to the big moment. Oh, the the car ride. The car ride just before the car ride, when he realizes what he has to do, and the conflict. I will not take that away. That was
0: that was prime De Niro. Yes, like fucking prime, like an Angus <clears throat> beef prime. Uh, I do want to ask kind of everyone in the room because y'all are smarter than I am in this regard. <laughs> how historically accurate is the Irish one?
3: It's actually pretty historically accurate. Mm-hmm. Um I love how they just like jammed in that uh Joey Gallo story. <laughs> and Crazy, Crazy Joe Joey. Gallo. I mean yeah. like absolutely phenomenal. And you know, shot up just like that. Like it it was absolutely great. And um they also uh didn't they have the scene where the guy in the um in the Italian parade am I thinking of some another thing?
0: Right. Colombo
3: was oh, Colombo getting shot in that. I think Colombo got shot there too. They,
0: they mentioned the, uh, yeah, they did the the, the, right. Shot.
3: And I've always, I mean, you've been in chats with me for now, like probably five, six years. So every time that Kennedy comes up, I'm always like mafia, mafia. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> obvious. It's the mafia. And I mean, I just feel like there's so many freaking like breadcrumbs to it. It's almost too obvious that it's them. Um, I loved how they incorporated that. And they were talking about, like, you can't kill the team's just presidents Like, Frank, we killed the president of the United States. We'll kill anybody. Like, 100%. They can whack the president. <laughs> right, right. They, they got to, you know, they put Kennedy in the office, you know, because of Grandpa Kennedy, who was <laughs> boys with all of them. And, you know, they helped him with the, the Illinois primary and pushed it on from there. Like, it was a big thing. And I'm happy that they tackled this. Because this is a very unknown story to the general populace that the mafia had a – there's a good chance the mafia elected a president of the United States. I mean that's nuts.
0: And all for trying and, to get back Cuba and, and get casinos in Cuba. And killed
3: him. No, and also because Bobby Kennedy was going after him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Bobby Kennedy – that wasn't part of the plan. Bobby Kennedy wasn't supposed to be um, attorney, attorney general, general. Right, and go after them because they're like, whoa. We're friends, bro. What are you doing? And that wasn't part of the plan. So they're like, we cut off the snake. Everything else will fall into place. We cut off the head of the snake. Everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and and anything with Cuba obviously was huge.
1: In this room, I'm probably in a unique position because uh, I'm old. And I kind of grew up around that time. And the people that I was hanging with were... Italian, let's just put, leave it at that. <laughs> okay. okay, New Yorker. <laughs> and I'm a New Yorker. Uh, and uh, when. Are you alright there? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> hey, I thought he was pulling out a shiv. Don't <laughs> 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 to me. Paul, <laughs> like, gonna be like, hey. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, hey, to answer that, hey, the Italians actually blame the Irish. When they talk about hey, the assassination, they blame the Irish. Supposedly, there was a deal that Bobby made right, that John hey, had to intervene on right, because it would have uh, upset the balance of power too much. Right? And that's what led to John's execution. Okay.
3: Right? So that's how they justify it anyway. I've always heard Santo Trafficante and Joe Marcello in New Orleans had a lot to do with it as well but i don't know i mean i like i wasn't in that i'm just reading stuff there was a
1: lot of things going on i mean there was uh, we talked about this earlier it's definitely not gonna get solved here right it's the money invested (laughs) in cuba by the by the mob there was the money invested in vegas by the mob so the
0: mob built like half this country
1: right they really have even miami yeah. Hey, they mean, poured money into Miami Beach here like
3: crazy. I mean, forget about just the mob being invested in the casinos in Cuba. Meyer Lansky was director of gambling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like, you had a government position. Yeah. So, yeah, they had lost a ton, a ton of, of money. Mm-hmm. Not good for them.
0: How about you, Paul? How do you feel with the historical accuracy of the Irishman? Um, given the fact
3: that, the,
2: that, the entirety of the Irishman is disputed by the FBI and such.
3: Well, I the like FBI is gonna we're going to. I, like I like it. it. We're going like on it.
2: Frank Sheeran's word. Bingo. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. So, like, you know, kind of like Henry Hill. As exactly. As um as a work of fiction, it works. Okay. Without getting too bogged down, it shows just enough history without saying, "Well, this is fact. This is exactly how it happened," and. I enjoyed it. It added a lot to the proceedings and to what was going on with the characters around that time. Hmm. But as a historical scholar, I'm not going to be pointing fingers at, this
1: is not historical canon.
3: Right, if you want that, go watch the documentary. Bingo. Yeah. I, I mean, keep, I keep saying bingo a
1: lot. I'm going to say, uh, I'm the only one in the room who hasn't watched it, all right? <clears throat> and normally spoilers are like my anti, you know, I, I do everything to avoid them. All right, but everything that you guys have discussed here is just making me want to see the movie more.
0: Well, good because you fucking should, yes, you yes, should. I will. When I get home, that's
1: the first thing I'm gonna do.
3: But I mean, I did was I was talking to somebody about the Irishman, and I was like, Oh, you know, it's about Hoffa. They go, Don't tell me anything, and I'm like, <laughs> I just told you it's about Hoffa, yeah. And I mean, they didn't know, and I was like, Okay, well, you know, this is a different, there are different generations, mm-hmm. even in this room, yeah, so like. People coming behind us, maybe they don't know who Jimmy Hoffa is. Like they
0: don't know how fucking powerful he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. right.
3: You and, know, and how and they're definitely not if from New York. If they even knew they, he existed in the first place, exactly. Yeah. They might have heard the name. You know, mm-hmm. all they know is that he got murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: or disappeared. There you go. Actually, uh, one of the funny things about the Irishman that I was looking up on was the fact that a lot of Hoffa conspiracy theorists literally started arguing over whether or not uh its validity to hoffa's disappearance because there are more conspiracy i feel there's almost not more but almost as many conspiracy theories about hoffa's disappearance as there is about roswell new mexico and the aliens oh definitely
3: yeah yeah Is that kennedy
0: hoffa's thing do you think it's tied to kennedy
3: no, no, no. I was saying that those are like the, the oh. biggest conspiracy theories. It was always like Hoffa, Kennedy, and Area 51 right. sort of mm-hmm. stuff when yeah. I was growing up. And then the, the moon landing, you know, and then now the <laughs> earth's flat, apparently.
2: <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle doesn't even get mentioned anymore, bro.
3: Bro, what happened to that? <laughs> I, Yo, get, I thought I was going to be like having to avoid that my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Never.
0: Do you guys Never. remember Quicksand? I thought Quicksand yeah. was going to be a bigger problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely.
3: definitely. Yeah. Another one I saw was Stop, Drop, and Roll. <laughs> I've never been on that kind of fire like ever but we learned it like weekly yes, yes. stop, drop and roll everybody no Camp. and
0: and there are guys here who had to duck under the yeah. the table when well, an air raid yeah, siren happened.
3: I remember being in elementary oh, I school do- I dodged that
2: bullet yeah. by a couple of years
3: yeah, see, but yeah. <laughs> see we had to get under the tables because there was shooters unfortunately yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i mean That's like different. we all have our stuff you we know, yeah. all grow up through yeah. our different things and our different experiences. And that's why it's such a great. M- the movie was so great because it was how many like 30, 40 years it was covering. Yeah. And a new generation of people are going to see that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they get interested in a Goodfellas or a casino or Raging Bull or Taxi Driver because of it. And get them, get us, get us out of the shell that we have right now of of constant nostalgia, constant remakes, constant, no, not original ideas for the most part. Um I really hope that people can um uh, appreciate that because another movie I thought was really good, along with the Terms of the Irishman, they changed history, but it was great. Once upon a time in Hollywood.
0: Love mm. that. I still, movie. Have Loved to, I still have yet to see that one. Oh, great. Great film. You
3: have to. Great film. So good. And Brad Pitt, I mean Yeah. Has he ever been in a bad movie? Yes. I mean, like <laughs> Oh, okay. Oceans 13? <laughs> no.
2: Don't no. you don't don't no. I'll say Ocean's 12, not Ocean's 13. I love Ocean's Screw.
1: 13. Yeah. Screw <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frog. I'm uh, sorry. For me, it was Troy.
0: Troy was a bad Brad yeah. Pitt movie? Okay, He
1: even says
3: it's a Brad Pat, Pitt yes. movie. He, he, his, I mean, his career direction changed right. because of that movie. But I was right. 14 years old seeing that on my birthday in the theaters you gotta understand, it was so cool to <laughs> see it. You but you're right, sense. it's a terrible movie. When it's I was bad nine movie. years old,
0: I was watching Phantom Menace and I thought, this is amazing! <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, of course. Now that's pod racing. <laughs> I was like, Damn right.
0: The pod racing was cool. It is. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I'll keep up for it.
0: I fucking played that shit on N64. Bro, <laughs> what an underrated side game. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... I wanna, I wanted to talk about because you mentioned a list of of Scorsese films. Yeah, where does this rank for you? Because that is that's a tough order. Yeah, but I immediately had to start thinking, "Fuck, man!" Because I think
1: that's uh, any decision I made on that would change any time I would see another one of his movies, you know, or rewatch another one of his movies. Yeah, because yeah. It, his uh, the bulk of his uh, work is just top
0: notch. I we all kind of all all of us in this room are cinephiles. We all love film. Mm-hmm. We all love cinema. We love film. Mm-hmm. I like to think that we all kind of we all love Goodfellas and Casino, but we all kind of consider Casino the unofficial sequel to Goodfellas because a lot of the same people are in the movie, right? Yeah, and you know it's kind of funny that <laughs> Billy Batts. Comes back from the dead to kill, you know, Mickey <laughs> Santoro.
3: But rest in peace, Frank Vincent, great actor. Oh yeah, he died a couple a years ago. Though.
0: Fuck, I didn't know that. I'm yeah. sorry. rest in peace. Um, I guess he went home to get a shine. Well, <laughs> well,
3: well. On the same lines, real quick on Frank Vincent, he also got beat down by Pesci in *Raging Bull*. Hmm.
0: Wow, so so he was beat down twice by And he finally got his That's why
2: they cast him for that particular role in that for Playful Paper. Yeah.
3: Finally, right? Fan service, baby. (laughs) Fan
0: service service done right. The extended universe. (laughs) Wouldn't you say that's done right? I I always go Goodfellas, but Irishman is probably going to – I want to say it ties Casino for me. My top three of Scorsese is right now, Goodfellas, Casino, and Irishman. Not to take away from Raging Bull and Taxi Driver, those are seminal pieces of work, and obviously Mean Streets is fucking amazing with Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for me, it's
1: okay. Uh, it's I haven't there. watched Irishman yet, but Casino for me so far is my favorite.
0: Of course, the man who loves Sharon Stone would say that <laughs> she does kill the film. Though she, oh yeah, it. no, she fucking slays. Mm-hmm. Dude.
2: Oh, oh! Well. Well, you all looking at me. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to go on with your list. So. No, I was. I'm not going to go on a list as to which one is my my favorite because they're each compelling and interesting in their own way. Yeah, don't list but, all of them. Just but list no, the what top I'm saying, no, but what I'm saying, I want to say is that in a certain in a certain manner, each one feeds into the other one. I can start see in that. The, in terms of thematics, you have got Mean Streets, which shows the mafia from the point of view of young up-and-comers wanting to get into it, get in on the action, right. and the consequences of that. Then you get into Goodfellas, which is all about the, the excitement of the lifestyle and the um, you know the highs and what would attract and, and the such. Lows. And the lows, but not quite as much as what follows. Then you have Casino, which is much more uh, considerate. Goodfellas matured. Mm. Where it's not the wild, wild west. Big picture. It's the more big picture. It's more economical.
3: It's less neighborhood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's
2: more economical. Mm -hmm. It's more when you hear it's not personal. It's just business. That's what that is. Mm. And then you've got the Irishman. And the Irishman makes it a point, which I thought was brilliant, of showing all these characters in their heyday, having fun, and then stopping for a moment. And then showing their obituary.
3: Mm. Before, well, I like uh, that
0: was extremely well done filmmaking. I feel yes, that I lost my shit when you see these little like how they died, when they died, Mm -hmm. and their nickname. But that was fucking great.
2: Each film shows, no matter how glamorous this may seem, here's where you're going to end up. Mm -hmm. Here's how you're going to end up. And the Irishman is especially telling because it strips all that away. You see the banality of living that life.
0: I'm gonna tell you what I told him. Stop banging the fucking table. And also,
2: <laughs> and also with that, I'm gonna go all, all Odinsson on your ass in a moment. Also,
3: with De Niro, you know, he did. He doesn't die in a prison. He doesn't die in a um. You know, he doesn't die in a, a shooting shoot up or anything like that. But he still he still feels all the effects of it because his daughter left him. Nobody's around him. He's a lonely old man.
2: Please, the most powerful moment that is at the very end. Right. Keep the door open. Yeah. Keep the door open. There's more being said there. Because once you close the door, it's death. Just leave me that little bit of light.
3: Yeah, no, he was... I mean, they... I I like how they did that, and they kind of did that in um, Casino, just making them seem look as pathetic as they actually mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. You know, when because right. none of these guys are role models, mm-hmm. none of these guys are anything actually cool. They're they're sick sociopaths for the most part, right. and I like how he always breaks it down at the end of these movies, like, "Hey man, this isn't actually cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually sucks," and uh, I I really like that because I mean. I'm a huge person who's very interested in the mafia, but I know for 100% they, they get glamorized so yeah. hard, but they don't do anything. Work hard or well, nothing. It's just an, they're stealing from other people.
1: As an outsider who witnessed the Italian culture firsthand, right, there uh, seems to be a focus right, about uh, their life's worth. Right? And it's not what they do. It's not how much they have. It's not the bling or anything like that. Right? It's the impact they have on the world around them that's their, the center of their attention. Mm-hmm. Eh? That's their goal in life.
2: Oh, and I'd like to take a moment to give a shout out to the effective use of Anna Paquin in this film. <laughs> use? Use. <laughs> yes. Use. I,
0: she, a lot of people were coming at her telling her, oh, you only had seven lines. But she said... But how impactful
2: were those seven lines when she finally said something?
0: Right. And she... She said it was some of the best work she's ever done. And I could probably agree with that. But she, when I saw her like grown up and just the way the TV was describing how Joey Gallo died. For example, that scene Mm -hmm. or whatever, what have you. And you have Bobby eating something uh, and then you see her looking at the TV, looking at him. She knows, Mm -hmm. you know, she knows. He knows, she knows, knows. but they don't want to admit it. They don't want to talk about it. And it's the weight of that scene. And I, and
2: it's accusatory, too, it, uh, from her part to him. It, it may not be a direct indictment, but it's as accusatory as, as you know, I want the truth.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And uh, uh, Michael Mann once said that Al Pacino, when he was talking about the, the movie Heat, he, he talked about how Al Pacino is very out there and very uh, like expressive, whereas De Niro is very introspective in the way he does his roles. Mm-hmm. He's very – he motes with his eyes. He does things with his eyes. And in that scene is probably
3: – going,
0: going back to The Irishman, you can see not only you can believe in this movie that he's her daughter because they have that same glare. That same glare. But the accusatory part that you're bringing up with like her eyes start getting watery. Like, I cannot believe you're, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. It's that's that scene carries so much weight. Yes. It's such a phenomenal film. Please watch it, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, first thing I'm going to do when I get home. I finally got it downloaded.
3: So um, I don't think this one comes up there with my favorite Scorsese films. Um, my favorite Scorsese film is Raging Bull, probably, then Taxi Driver, then Goodfellas. I mean, but I wanna give shout outs to some of the Leo movies. Like Aviator, killer movie. Mm-hmm. Killer movie. Departed. Such a fun movie to watch. I think it's one of his most rewatchable films.
0: Not enough people talk about Departed. departed
3: Yeah. But it's a re it's a it's a his one of his most digestible films I think it, it, for its length as well it's almost like almost three hours like 245 230 or something not like
0: only that, that I want to I want to just mention really quick like because Departed doesn't get talked enough about I just want to compliment the Departed on having distinct characters in such a big cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is a different Mark Wahlberg. I bet
3: you dropped your eyes, didn't you? Yeah, you did. You fucking did, <laughs> didn't you? How's your mother?
0: <laughs> Good, <laughs> fucking my father. You know, you have that, but you also have the Leo character and then you have uh, Matt Damon's character and it's such a...
3: Nicholson. I Nicholson. mean, Nicholson, yeah. And Alec Baldwin's great and everybody in that movie contributes so much and some of the some of the roles are this big, mm-hmm. but yeah. they're all Distinct. well done. Distinct right. Distinct as... The
0: word I would use, the adjective I would use to describe those roles, because each one is different but unique in its own way.
3: Right, and um another one that's a super underrated that I don't think ever gets talked about, but I think it probably got a lot of plug this year, in particular because of the Joker, the King of comedy. Mm. Um, yes,
0: he got mad at me that I haven't seen it. Paul got mad at me. That you I haven't, haven't
3: seen the King? Of I comedy? didn't even know it existed.
0: Comedy? I didn't even know it existed.
3: All right, Rupert Pumpkin is. Basically, is... the Joker. <laughs> right, exactly. And um, I was actually the Feen- Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I have to. I really like saying that. Like Todd Phillips, you know, he was when people were talking about Todd Phillips, they were like, "Oh, this is as things a king of comedy." Da da I'm like, damn. He captured the aesthetic
2: of New York, and I say in air quotes because it's supposed to be Gotham. Right. Of that time, it was. Yeah, I lived up in New York around that time. And, yeah, he captured it.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, That that New York flavor. uh, As a matter
2: of fact, it had more of a feeling of Watchmen than Watchmen did. All right,
0: there you go. (laughs) I went there. Damn, you heard (laughs) it here first. There you go. Any criticisms, take it up to Paul Anthony Yossos. Otherwise known as as me. You can find him on Facebook.
2: AmericanCultureCritic.com. There
3: you go. Oh, wait, are you the guy that writes the reviews? Yes, I'm the guy that writes the reviews. Oh, fantastic. I've read a few of them. They're good. Thank you. My pleasure.
0: Plug, plug, plug. I did want and to I bring did, him on and with it, you on when we were talking about the
3: Irishman. Yeah, no doubt. And I no didn't doubt. even
2: have to be lube man for that one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but I think I think Scorsese is still king, though. I mean, like, he, he just showed it. And, yeah. you know, all this, I know a lot of comic book fans right now hate him. Yeah and um you got to remember he's from a different generation yeah Mm -hmm. he's the old he's an old guy like get off our lawn you know which is
2: ironic considering that he came from
3: the new school of directors at that time and he was the one who changed i mean like with mean streets you get you get rock and roll music in that Mm -hmm. he starts off with the ronettes boom immediately you know that was something that wasn't done before right he made that the norm
1: yeah he's never been afraid to take chances yeah.
3: Did you all hear about how his daughter trolled him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling him right before we walked in. Yeah. Fantastic little story. Well, so, Actually so, just go ahead and say it real quick. Yeah, so the the for those about.
2: that don't know, his uh she wrapped his Christmas presents in Marvel uh wrapping paper.
3: It's great. <laughs> it's, great. it's
0: great. I'm sure he's taken you know, it's funny for him. I mean, dude, he's
3: getting killed yeah. everywhere he goes. Because yeah. you know, you know how well,
0: you people know, are about the things they like. And well, it's this fine. this comes back to what we were talking about earlier—that yeah. people take offense and uh-huh. become judgmental when it's somebody. Oh, it's ownership of who I am. It's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. But again, this is a you know this, this is a different cat, dude. You can't—they'll come at the king. Mm-hmm. You you come at the king, you better not miss. If you've ever seen any kind of interview with him or read, hey, he
1: definitely has the attitude that this is me. I'm not looking for your approval. Okay? This is me. Okay? And I'm putting it out there.
3: And he went to Netflix. You know, he's, he's all about traditional and everything like that. He didn't want to go to Netflix, but nobody else would touch this Bingo. movie yeah. because he was I'm adamant, I'm making it three and a half hours. Yeah. And this is the budget. This is who I want. And that's it. Wait, wait, nobody wanted it. Three and a half hours?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's three and a half hours. Yeah, so hey, hey, I'm man. Have coffee it, it, first. But not only that, the other consideration was De Niro's diminishing box office returns. Oh, okay, and Lately, it was felt yeah. that in eh, nobody really wants to see a Sc- Scorsese movie anymore.
3: Right, even though Wolf of Wall Street was a freaking huge hit, you know, it just like he just makes movies that people want to watch. Man, I don't know. That's just me. Gangs of New York is not my favorite movie ever, but damn, is that a good movie? Like it is, it just well done. If you.
1: Yeah.
2: He, a- anybody else made that movie? That's it's their best that's movie. One, that's one of the ones I I really have the hardest time sitting through.
3: I just Daniel Day Lewis.
2: Oh no! But see, that's the thing. Daniel Day Lewis blows everybody else out of the water. Yeah. That's no. What no. Makes no. Leo's
3: it, bad in that movie comparatively. That's,
2: that's what makes it
0: so hard for me to watch mm.
2: because for he's me, Cameron, so good.
0: Cameron was really bad in that movie, <laughs> and I love Cameron Diaz. Yeah. She I love my cool. I'm going awesome.
2: you know, I'm I'm to crib. You know, it's it. Baby, you so talented, and
0: they so dumb (laughs) (laughs) uh so we usually end the show like we didn't this wasn't a typical fan freaks podcast where we start with the news and and whatnot we go to the meat and potatoes of the show but uh i wanted to talk about what we finish usually every show with is what are you watching what are you playing what are you reading um but since paul doesn't play video games uh you could put in whatever you want for that subject. If you're going to say play poker, let us know. Uh, that counts. Anything counts as long as you're doing something. Uh, Cardo, what are you playing right now?
3: Um, I'm playing a little bit of Pokemon uh, Sword or sword? Shield. Uh, sword. Um, got like five gems in. I'm enjoying it. I think it's a fun game. Is it
0: eight gems or is it...
3: yeah? It's going to be eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fun game. I'm also playing Golf Story. It's small, little, sixteen bit rpg golf game i know it sounds weird but it's really charming and it's funny so um
1: if you enjoy it then it's okay Mm -hmm. yeah
3: yeah no it's it's a blast and that's the heart of fanfreaks yeah um and i'm watching um well i just finished Watchmen. um i just finished a netflix show uh casa de papel it's on there as money heist it's a good show i mean it's not the greatest show ever yeah
0: you you were telling me it's from spain i believe
3: yeah yeah oh my gosh but if you are latin and The Spanish accent hurts your ears as it does mine. It might be hard for you to watch, but they do really good performances in it. It's written really well, but just like every Spanish show, you know, there's its things. You know, someone's got to be in a coma. Someone has to do this, but it's a high show. If you like high stuff, it's like Ocean's Eleven, kind of mixed with Reservoir Dogs and a little bit Inside Man. I don't know if there's any other way to put it. All right, it's good though. It's It's, it's, is a short show. Uh, Right now, it's three seasons. Oh, okay. Um but yeah, like eight, nine episodes a season. Alright,
0: that's doable. Great. How about you, Jim? What are you playing? What are you watching? Oh I myself? forgot to <laughs> I forgot to ask Cardo, are you reading anything right now?
3: Like Yes, but uh nothing it, I wanna say over the year. Oh, I, and okay. I'm reading and I'm reading Catch Twenty Two. So I have to go on. Yeah. It's really funny. Josephella. Uh
1: tell you the truth, man, the last couple of months I've been so busy I haven't had time for a game. Right? Hey. Uh hey. The only thing I read is, you know, I'm scrolling through,
3: you know, uh, <laughs>
1: surfing through the net there,
3: right? Fan freaks. Yeah, mm. basically.
1: Right? And uh, so, yeah. And in movies, as far as uh, TV, Watchmen. Right?
0: That's what you just finished watching?
1: Yeah. Right?
0: All right.
1: Um, right? I want to say something, though. But Mando? Aren't you something. watching Mando? Hey? Oh, yes. Of course. Mandalorian, too. Yes. Okay. Uh, hey? Right. Um, hey? But uh, I want to say something, now that I get the chance, is that uh, in this room right now are the three people whose opinions when it comes to movies I care about the most.
0: Oh. Stop banging the fucking table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I care. Let's I,
4: I care a little less about your opinion now.
0: <laughs> but uh, Jesus Christ, eh, it's like every fucking time. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm sorry are you talking about?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I grew up ta- with Italians. I'm sorry. Hey, um, Where's the gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I just want to say, hey, this has been thoroughly enjoyable. Okay. And I could not be more hyped to see The Irishman now. It <laughs> had the yes. opposite effect normally than spoilers usually do for me. So now I'm I'm dying to get home Sometimes and watch
0: Sometimes spoilers are good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm still not of that opinion. <laughs> I mean for me, spoilers okay. save me fifteen bucks to, I'm too much to not watch <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker.
1: Yeah. Well you see I'm too much of an egotist and so my opinion uh, outweighs everybody else's.
3: <laughs> all good. I think we all. yeah, I think we all are well, yeah.
0: bored here. Uh so unfortunately you haven't uh gamed you read only just fan freaks, that's all that's you read? <laughs> Fuck. All right. Hopefully it's entertaining enough. Uh Paul, what have you been watching? What have you been reading?
2: Uh, I've been w- watching Crisis. All right. Finished that up. It's, uh, how many episodes is that, by the way? It's going to be five. And the last two are going to go back to back. So, uh, okay. So they are taking a break, the yeah, winter break. They're taking a winter break okay. in between. Okay, And I'll have to say the reason why I think Cryer is so effective as Luther was the final scene in the final episode. Because even knowing everything I know about... How things go and what limitations and everything. I was still sucked up to the point where I was screaming at the television saying, Luther,
0: you motherfucker! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how like him to do that? Yes, right? exactly. Luther, I don't want to spoil Crisis because we've spoiled Irishman and we spoiled Watchmen, but, but he does a very Luthor thing.
3: I do uh, want to say one thing about the whole CW thing because I was shitting on it pretty hard before. It does have its moments, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. the moments that it has. When he was talking about Supergirl, it made me think of some of the moments. Um, there's this one where she's just beaming one of the uh, Red Tornado, I think it is, mm-hmm. and she's like crying while she's doing it, and it really does. It's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um, another one where she's like holding up a fricking, I don't remember, a plane or something. She's like pushing with all her might, and yeah, they right. do a really good job in certain scenes, and even with Barry and the Flash, they do. Sometimes they really do knock it out of the park, yeah. And then what you were saying with those limitations, especially, makes it even more impressive.
1: But for and all those moments, which, we had three or four right, that you know just missed the mark completely. Right, like when she finds out that her mother died, it's like she had no reaction.
0: Right, it's like nothing. It's like, oh, okay. Hey, right. that's a spoiler. not say yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, <that> was <laughs> <true>. <laughs>
2: I do have to give shout out props to both Brandon Ralph as Superman and John Wesley Ship as the OG Flash, because. For the limited amount of screen time their characters had, it just brings it. And especially Ralph hmm. makes you wish he had done another Superman film. Yeah, right? Jesus.
0: Or better directed.
2: Regardless. A
1: real, you see a real Superman
0: movie. You, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, Brian
2: Singer. <laughs> you actually believe it. And as far as reading, currently I am reading Anthony Horowitz's prequel to Casino Royale. Oh. Called Ooh. Forever and a Day. I've only started reading it so far. It's eh. But I'm hoping it will get better as I
0: wait. Thought. A minute, is that part of the James Bond mythos?
2: Um, it's a continuation novel. Oh, because so Ian not...
0: Fleming's obviously dead. Yes. So he's like the Tom Clancy, like his name. Well, they've been they've on. been
2: changing up authors for a long time. It was John Gardner till just before he passed, right. and then there've been a slew of others.
1: Well, the storyline has been around for I mean, what sixty years?
3: Hmm? I mean, I read I read a Godfather <laughs> book that had. That was, you know, based on The Godfather, but now written by Mario Puzo. And, you know, you just kind of got to do it. Yeah. If you're into the story, you're into the story and that's it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you want more.
0: Uh, as for me, I've been watching the Harley Quinn show on DC Universe. Oh, oh my God.
3: I've been wanting <laughs> yes, to get to that. How is that?
0: It is so good. So fucking funny.
3: <laughs> Ooh, whoa, no, All right. So Paul's got different thoughts. So what, what's up, of man? Of course he does. No, no, He's it, got it, a stick it, up it, his ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, or there, I there, there's, just, there's just one scene that really, really threads the line to anti-Semitism. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah. so. oh yeah. wow so i mean yeah it's like practically blatant i mean every stereotype in in encapsulated in one that was in the
0: this batman of-
2: in yeah. one yeah i was like okay all right
0: yeah you Get
2: a little uncomfortable Ooh, and Ooh. i'm you know and i'm not jewish
1: i actually so, enjoy yeah, right, you know, like, a little in political incorrectness all right I, don't, I think it's not done enough. <laughs> no, but
2: but this wasn't just this a little. This is okay. Here's a, and hear it, and now here it. Let's I, stack it with this. Mm, let's,
0: let's stack it again. I don't think it's that bad, but sure, but Cardo Cardo will judge that and he'll tell me, Adrian, Age, you're a fucking racist. Uh, <laughs> however, I did laugh at the Superman Robin sequence. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh look at him! <laughs> <He's> adorable. <laughs> uh, it's really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm it's to wonderfully that. voice acted. I want to say mm-hmm. Alan Tudyk is so Who's fucking doing good. Who's Tara? doing Harley? Uh, uh, Kaylee Co- Cuoco, Cuoco. Um, yeah. Okay. But she's producer on the show. Yeah. She's, yeah, it's her baby. It's one, she's Ryan Reynolds. Okay. okay. She's Harley Quinn. The show is fucking Deadpool. All mm-hmm. right. Cool. It's, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's great about it is. DC Universe needs fucking more shows, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna fucking watch Titans anymore. I can't. I can't I do that mean, anymore that, that, to myself. That's
2: a, that's an entire fan freaks in though so, <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's a cannon fire. I right still, there.
0: I still haven't finished the last two episodes, and I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> I can't. How do you fucking no? All I
3: can say is cool suit.
0: That's it. Mm-hmm. that's it yeah right the nightwing look good
3: see yeah. i didn't i never jumped into that i was <laughs> always scared but i do need to watch i know doom's doom patrol yeah.
0: doom patrol oh, that is also very doom patrol is the best show on the, on and the i did most. like again because young justice <laughs> huh
3: alan tudyk is, oh yeah mm-hmm.
0: fucking mr nobody
3: yeah i enjoyed young young justice i've loved all the new films for the most part the um, animated films you mean? yeah all yeah. the new animated yo
0: films. we gotta get together and watch the superman red sun
3: yes. yeah when is that out
0: I think in mm-hmm. a month.
3: Yeah, about, about. yeah. January, right? January. I don't know. I probably need to watch that by myself. <laughs> I'm gonna be geeking out too much.
0: Okay, motherfucker, I'm gonna geek out too much. That's my favorite uh, side story of mm. Elseworlds story, if you want to say it that way. Right. Um. What am I reading? But you know, I bleed red. <laughs> yeah, in more uh, ways than one. All right. Well, better dead than <laughs> red, friend. Um. I. I haven't really read anything, unfortunately. I was reading uh, Christopher Priest's run of Deathstroke. It was pretty good. Rebirth Deathstroke. Um, it was pretty good. I, I, don't, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're a fan of Deathstroke. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Um, but I also, what I watched, uh, aside from everything we talked about, uh, I couldn't go to sleep. I had a tremendous pain in my, my wrist. So I just started fucking watching movies on HBO. I saw Teen Titans go to the movies finally. Mm. Really funny. It was really funny. Hmm. I didn't think it's it would be It's my movie.
2: That- my movie. My superhero movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't th- I didn't think it would be that good. Cannot stand it. And the <laughs> I don't know why. It's 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 a kids movie but not it revels in
2: its insanity. Yeah. Mm. Is all I can, I can say about the charm of that movie.
3: Is it kind of like that Lego Batman in that sense? Yeah. That it's yeah. just like, it, mm-hmm. it's self-aware. Right. Of its Extremely. Exactly. Silly. Yeah. Yes. And, uh... I can't wait to the sequel to that. Bit. What? Teen Titans
2: Go versus Teen Titans?
3: No, 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 no. The Lego Batman. I imagine they making one. I mean, that movie made so much money and Will Arnett was... Yeah,
0: but what's funny is Will Arnett produced Teen Titans Go to the Movies and he was the voice of Slade. Slade. And what's interesting is he's the voice of Slade. He's the voice of Lego Batman, and now he, he's also the voice of Bojack Horseman, which is ending. And really? he does the
3: Reese's commercial. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's fuck. His voice is.
3: I mean, his voice is famous, dude.
0: Yeah. Don't fuck with Gobe, Michael.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mind manipulation.
0: Yeah, he's great. Um, I also saw a uh, glass.
3: Ooh, how was that? <laughs> Because I didn't mm-hmm. hear the much en- about it. The
0: ending was...
3: An M. Night Shyamalan mm-hmm. ending. I f- I f-
0: Leave it to him to fuck up an
2: ending. Huh? I, I forget look- I forget whether or not... No, you know what? I don't think I did review that. Or did I?
0: You reviewed Split. I, remember I reviewed you- Split. Was that
2: good? Split. Yeah, Split was. Split was good. Split was good and the twist mm-hmm. actually worked. Right. The only depressing thing was that I, on- I was the only one in the theater... Who got it? Who got it? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but see here, but I was getting it before the reveal even happened because I heard, noticed the change in the score. And as yes, anybody about, knows, right. I'm into yes, film scores.
0: Fuck, he's been on me to include a score category for uh, the freakies since but- I joined. Yes, but it's like, who the fuck else but you is going to vote?
3: <laughs> but the moment I mean, because you get a Star Wars in there, it's probably going to win, unfortunately. Yeah, but the moment you first start watch hearing the, notes, the
2: piano notes from Unbreakable start playing while it's still oh, focusing wow. on on um, McAvoy's character, And someone
3: like you would bring that You're in. Like, would I was like, I, I, I rem-
2: to this day, I, m- I remember sitting in the theater going, oh, shit. Oh, no. They're not. They're not and basically having a geek gasm as soon as David Dunn is sitting right there on the
3: counter. That's I, some I, that's such an underrated superhero movie as well. Yeah. What, what The Unbreakable and unbreakable? Split? Well, I didn't watch Split. I didn't watch Split. so I don't know, but I can Oh well. So, yeah, what, well, why are you playing? Why are you playing with that? <laughs> That's like the one thing you don't because play he's with. not
2: alone in his room. That's why. <laughs> it
0: feels he's gotta so, play
2: with something. Feels good, Daddy. But yeah,
3: Unbreakable <laughs> is one of those underrated superhero films yes, that doesn't get just I mentioned agree. with uh, all all the other ones that you know should. we just all talk about. Mm. But
2: Glass, it, it was. I just hated the ending. It bro. was a miss. Yeah,
3: it was a miss. Yeah, look, I
2: understand so where better. it was going, and I understand the choice, and I understand why. It's the freaking
1: execution that got me,
0: mm-hmm. and not only that, it's over. Like we're not gonna get another one in that trilogy.
1: Well, I'm glad, because really, the way they left it, it, it it left a bad taste in my mouth.
0: I hear you. Uh, any closing comments? I did. I I will say I am tempted to put uh, a best soundtrack category or best <laughs> score. Wow, that was really loud. Uh, <laughs> no. Best score for the Freakies this year simply because Watchmen needs to win something. Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> I cannot believe we went through the entire broadcast without mentioning that score. Yeah, That score was a character yeah. in and of itself. Mm-hmm.
0: Agreed. Yeah, fucking Trent Reznor fucking brought and it. And Atticus Ross. Yes, but you could feel Reznor in, in there.
2: That, 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 the, the, um, Life on Mars.
3: Yeah, that was great. Yeah, oh, the Bowie. Track. Yes. yes.
0: Mm-hmm. now. Nah, f- uh, for me, uh, the brick that that's that that was so fucking good. Uh, any other comments, or should we just call it a day?
3: Um, I'm just gonna say one thing: Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm starts in January, and if you don't <laughs> watch that show, please do yourself a favor and watch the show.
0: Before you watch okay. that show, watch Deuce. Right. Okay. <laughs> one see, one I quick, that one kind quick of- comment:
2: What? We are um, if any of you have watched Twin Peaks: of Return? I have not watched one Twin Peaks. Okay. Well, for those of you listeners who have, when you watch Watchmen, you're going to find a lot of parallels and homages really? to Twin Peaks. Oh, cool.
3: Hmm. Hmm. I've never seen Twin Peaks, so I, mean, I know it's so something that's... Look, some, look, some of some of it... Uh, <laughs> David Lynch, right? Yes.
2: Right. Some, now, and um, I can never pronounce the producer's name for for Watchmen. David
0: uh, Lindelof,
2: Yes. Yeah. He's an avowed Twin Peaks fanatic. Mm. Yeah. So you could see I mean, he, like, he a made a lot lost. of parallels. So you yeah. can tell, like, he yeah. really likes yeah. like, and Leftovers, and, which yeah, is another Yeah. So yeah. something to think about <laughs> when you watch Watchmen oh. next.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, this has nothing to do with our normal uh, topic, but we're getting into all kinds of films today. Uh, knives that we saw. Uh, knives out. Oh, knives out. oh I've heard my god, that things. was so good. I he wanted to see that. Hey, I, yes, I was going in there, going, eh, okay, you know, I'm here for the company, right? Hey? But no, the movie was totally enjoyable. That no, was that
2: Chris
3: Evans movie, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, god. even though his, you know, he, he's not like he's the Daniel main... Craig
2: and Jimmy Lee Curtis, right? Hey? Jimmy Lee Curtis is still hot. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nobody's right, nobody's, arguing. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's arguing. Nobody's <laughs> arguing.
3: She was great in a new Halloween remake. I am so hyped for the sequel. Bro, that was
0: so good. It was. It doesn't deserve to be good. I know. I
3: I was sitting there like, you don't deserve this. But they did. Fuck, guys. It was awesome. Uh,
0: We're almost at two hours.
3: All right. Well. Uh,
0: This has uh, been Adrian.
3: Cardo. Jim.
0: Really, Jim? Now, after Captain Puerto Rico and all that? (laughs) And this has been?
2: The Cuban Conquistador.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And why, Jim? Because this is like the unfailing
1: at the end, bro. Otherwise known (laughs) as... All right, bye.